ready for something scary. Okay! You're in the right spot. The Ice Scary Podcast collects spooky, creepy news stories to discuss and give you chills. Whatever. Just so you know, hosts discuss topics they've just learned about and have no prior knowledge. Their views are just for your entertainment. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the I Scary Podcast. Today, we have a new co-host joining us, but he's kind of familiar. He's the older brother of Darcy. It's Mike Pashik. Hey, Mike. Hey, everybody. How are you? Thanks for letting us pull you into the scary zone. <laughs> hey, my pleasure. I don't know what Darcy told you, but we're going to go over a few scary stories and see what we think about them. Are you up for that? I've never been more up for a scary story than right now. <laughs> it's good to hear. All right, let's jump right into the first one. It's called Dead Party On. So this story starts with three roommates, uh, women that are 40 plus in years, and they like to party. Uh, and one day when one of the roommates isn't doing too well, the roommates make a really strange decision. Hmm. Where should we put her? The closet is pretty free right now. But we need the closet. So they decide to put her someplace else. But crank the music so she can hear it. Until the police come. Doing a welfare check on their roommate who has not shown up anywhere she was supposed to be. Oh, yeah, she's been resting. And they go into the back bedroom and find her Ugh. stone cold dead. That is crazy. <laughs> the first thing that comes up to me is that movie with the uh, with the dead guy when they uh, kind of keep him alive for parties. And Bernie, stuff. Bernie. Yeah, weekend at Bernie's. Yes, weekend at, yes, exactly. It is like that. Oh my gosh! I I just I mean I've had a lot of roommates over the years. Have you? Yeah, yeah, especially in college, you know, there was a time when I had six roommates, so it was kind of oh. chaotic. Yeah. And would you have ever just, you know, one died, you just put them in their room and carried on with the parties? <laughs> no, I can't. So remind me, so she was 62, the one that had passed away, right? Correct. And I think the roommates were around the same age, but why don't we get the full news report so we completely understand the situation? Sydney, take it away. News. Dead party on from 3NBC News. Two women in Johnstown, New York will not be winning the roommate of the year award thanks to a sheriff department's welfare check looking into the whereabouts of a 62-year-old woman. The officers found her dead, a presumed overdose. Her death happened earlier in the week, but instead of calling authorities, the roommates just moved her body out of sight and hosted several parties in the house. The roommates claimed they didn't want to call the police as they could have uncovered other illegal activities. For now, they've been charged with concealment of a human corpse. Oh. Well, right. And when you say, you know, if I would have in a situation where one of our roommates passed away, would we just kind of hide that person and keep it secret? Well, when we were living with the six, yes, one of the guys, we probably would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Why? 
he was just one of those guys that you know always was on the wrong side of the story. He was never laughing when everybody else was laughing. He was difficult mm-hmm. to be with and to be around, and so. Yeah, I, I could see us doing something you like could that. See it. Oh my gosh, um, I never had that many roommates like that. But I, I guess I hear what you're saying that she was, she was a downer. She was dead. What were they going to do? <laughs> yeah, but you know, I guess they must have hit her somewhere in a closet or no. Uh, that said, in her bedroom on her bed, okay. the police found okay. her. I didn't so they just shut that, that door and nobody goes in there when you're having the party. Yeah, but this so earlier in the week, wouldn't there? I don't know how bad uh, corpses smell, but I'm just thinking. Ew. That's a good. That's a strong smell, right? I would think even like things like rigor mortis would set in within 24 hours, 24 to 48 hours, and um, yeah, it's it's kind of hard to even imagine that. It is. I mean, how could you? I couldn't live in a house knowing that my roommate's dead in another room. I mean, obviously, maybe they were doing drugs and they're partying and drinking. So they, they, they probably didn't sober up in that time period. Yeah, but in the, in the kind of the quieter times when you're sleeping, you know, you wake up to go to the bathroom or whatever, and you're like, oh, yeah, there's a dead person in that other room. Um, it would just be real creepy. Well, what if you found out afterwards, like if you were someone at these parties they were throwing, that this other lady was dead in the what would that do what would you think i mean you would think the two roommates were kind of crazy (laughs) oh yeah just be like oh that's what happens at crazy parties that's what happened in johnstown new york well yeah when you first started the story and you said johnstown new york i lived probably about maybe half hour from there on the Canadian side. Okay. So I've been to Johnstown. Well, what what's it like? I mean, I want to put down Johnstown cuz I think this could happen anywhere. Yeah, it's a small little New York upper upper New York state town. Um we played ho- hockey there. So just a, you know, a quaint little small town with older houses and uh-huh. you know like a main street with a few little shops and things like that. Well, so no wonder they were doing a well check. Somebody had noticed she wasn't around. Right, it's small enough that yes, you would notice that somebody was missing. What about the neighbors? <laughs> the neighbors are like, hey, they're really having a lot of parties this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess if you're having those parties and there's loud music and there's lots going on, then maybe it's less of a, um, hmm. a sign or less of something that you're going to go and look into. Whereas if you've got a neighbor that it's quiet, the house is always dark. There's nothing going on. That maybe even brings up a little bit more intrigue. Like, okay, what's going on over there? <laughs> You're right. That's a good point. At least they, they, it seemed like she was okay because they were having parties. People are coming and going. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the, the house is alive. Things are going on. So, you know. The house is, but she gonna, isn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're just going to walk our dog right past and it looks everything looks uh, kind of normal. Oh man, it would freak me out. I, I can't, I can't deny it. If I had been at the party, probably wouldn't be my scene. But if I had been a neighbor in the area, it just makes you wonder. But because, like you said, you worry about the people that seem odd, and this probably wasn't odd for the that house. They probably had a lot of parties. Although, you know, if she was sixty-two and they were in the same age group, would they be having a lot of parties? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let's not put an age limit on it, right? <laughs> right? I guess not. I guess. And it, it was Johnstown, New York. So yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Now you're saying something about it's a fun town. It's a party town. I didn't know that. 
<laughs> no, I didn't. I don't know that for sure. Okay. Yeah. We don't yeah, want to yeah. get messages or, or texts about that. Or, but I will say that it, I, it could happen anywhere. I mean, if this happened in the house next door to where you live, would you be surprised? Um, I guess I wouldn't. But if there was, so we live in a pretty quiet neighborhood. So if there were parties going on all the time and music and just in people coming in and counting them out, it would be out of the norm. So that would be kind of a red flag. If in this case, if there was a lot of activity with all the houses in the neighborhood, then it would seem normal. But um, in my neighborhood, that would be abnormal. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, keep an eye out in your neighborhoods. Uh. <laughs> well, that's a good point. I mean, you you never know what's going on because in this day and age, it seems like people try to keep to themselves a little bit more than they did, you know, when I grew up. So you kind of have to be a little bit more aware of, you know, who's going into that house. Okay. What, what's going on over there. You just got to be a little more aware because there could be some really creepy things going on that you're not aware of. Yeah. And I, f I figure like we find out after the fact. Absolutely. Most of the time, unless you really are spying on your neighbors, which we do not condone that, but just yeah. it's the right amount, right? <laughs> well, it's just, um, what do we, we wouldn't call it spying. We would be calling it, uh, aware neighborhood aware. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that the new neighborhood watch just the right amount of spine <laughs> yes i love it okay all right cool um that that one was interesting i don't know how scary that was to me but it was just more scary actions than a scary yeah it wasn't it wasn't necessarily like uh you know ah oh, it's crazy it was more like <laughs> wow that's really what happened <laughs> Really? Would you do that to your roommate? Mm. Well, uh, we'll see what you think of this next one, because this one, um, okay. this involves Bigfoot. Oh. Uh, it's called Bigfoot Did It? Question mark. <laughs> so thousands of people go camping, hiking in national parks throughout the United States every year. But a certain amount of them run into trouble. It can be nature, or according to a viral TikTok video, it could be Bigfoot. Well, that one's a little more creepy and scary to me because I do spend time out in the wilderness, whether it's camping, hiking, running, cycling. So Yes, you're an Ironman, so you're out there a lot. Yes, always out there doing something. Um, but So, yeah, so that that's... You mean, that's a bit creepy. It would give me pause. I mean, I'm not a big camper, but I have from time to time done it to please others. <laughs> I'm much more a five-star hotel kind of girl. Water princess. I, 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 I hiked around a little bit, but I felt I was in safe areas. So let's get all the details about this one because I need some more facts. <laughs> Take it away, Sydney. News. Bigfoot did it from the New York Post. Hundreds of people vanish every year into the American wilderness. But thanks to a popular TikTok video, the cause of most disappearances is being blamed on Bigfoot. While it is disturbing to learn that the U.S. National Parks Department does not keep a list of missing persons from their acreage, it's more disturbing that the North American Bigfoot Search Organization 
has launched a database of Woodland missing persons, and it is the most accurate and possibly biased. It's the source of the TikTok videos, leaving one to wonder if people go missing due to inexperience in bad weather or clusters of Bigfoot creatures lurking in our national parks. Oh. Would it stop you from going somewhere if you felt there was a Bigfoot cluster? Or would you want to go and find them? Or, and Well, you got to think about what is Bigfoot. Is it mm. uh, some kind of deformed bear or, uh, you know... <laughs> Or is it actually, if you believe in Bigfoot, or is it, Do we? you know, people out there just, no, I don't believe in Bigfoot. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I do believe that it could be some, some kind of, I don't know, maybe Animal. a deformed bear. All right. Like that's, that's a whole you know, bunch over... of them. I mean, come on, that's over a well, long okay. time period of these yeah. Bigfoot sightings. Yeah, that's if true. There, that's if, true. if there is a Bigfoot, it has to be one more than one, and they have to be really good at hiding. So I don't know. Is it more of like a paranormal thing? You know, people believe that there's weird stuff going on in these woods where we don't actually, we're not there enough. There aren't humans there, so that could allow craziness. I mean, if you delve into this, you'll find that they believe alien, you know, there's, they mix all this together. And I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what's going on in the middle of nowhere. No, I mean, who am I to say no? I, I just haven't personally witnessed it. So. Right. Um, <laughs> you think about the people that do those hikes that are, you know, 25 days, 35 days, six months, right? And they're walking across, um, you know, England or the, the Northwest here. Have you heard stories about those people coming across a Bigfoot or some type of a whatever, a Yeti or any type of, you know, <laughs> folklore, you know, you know, being. It's true. Well, so, and then it goes to the other part of the story is if you are a lone person like that out there, how, in, how experienced are you and how inexperienced are you? And then nature comes into play where it doesn't really matter sometimes how experienced you are. If you are caught in a situation you really can't save yourself from. Oh, yeah, for sure. And no one could ever find your body if you're out in the middle of nowhere. For sure, yeah. I mean, um, th think how long it took them to find that Steve Foss, Fossey? Was it the... the, uh, the huh? Bob Fossey, the dancer? It's Steve Fossey. Oh. He was the guy that flew planes, a rich billionaire, and he crashed yeah. in the middle of the mountain range. It took a long time to find his body, and I think it was just still by accident that somebody was out hiking and found the remains. Yeah. So, um, and you think about... Uh, canyons with flash floods so you know you fall off a, a rock here you get thrown into this flash flood flowing flowing water and you end up who knows where you're not going to find that body no so that's to me is the 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 kicker to all of this i i could get behind believing in bigfoot if there i don't need photographic evidence but I would need people to say, yeah, I was out hiking and my buddy got grabbed by this. Right, right. And one survived. One makes it one survived. If only one is missing and we never find the body, to me, that's like nature. It's. <laughs> well, I don't want to. It's not big. Fun. Right. I don't want to do a comparison because it's not the same thing. But when I'm swimming in the ocean, when I'm training, um, I'm always thinking about, is there a shark nearby? Because they're, they're real, Right. And yeah. it's hard to not get those thoughts. It's hard to get those thoughts out of your head. So if I'm hiking, I don't, I don't really think, you know, when I'm hiking by myself and I'm just walking, I don't think, okay, is there 
a Bigfoot around, it just doesn't pop into my head, right? But what about bears? Yes, if I'm in an area where there could be bears, then I'm if I hear something or I see something or there's a movement, I am thinking, okay, if it is a bear, here's what my next steps are going to be to make sure I protect myself, right? But I don't. But the first thought in my head is not, is it a Bigfoot? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is sort of a nostalgic to me. A part of Bigfoot is kind of cool. Would it be cool that if there were Bigfoots? Would it be cool if there were this mythical? A creature that's sort of half man, half bear, and all this time they, they could stay hidden. There's something about that that's kind of like, oh, all right. Yeah, very, very interesting. It's like the Loch Ness Monster. The Loch Ness Monster. It's like with aliens. It's with like anything. It'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, an element of that that's kind of cool if you don't have to personally face it. But is it real? Oh, yeah. That's what we're here to find out, I guess, or discuss. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in my in my opinion, it's not real. Um, but I hope somebody can prove me wrong sometime in the future. Well, now I know that you have actually been out in wilderness. You, I know that you used to be a tree planter, so you actually have been out in these really remote places by yourself. Did you ever see anything that you would have said, "I don't know what that is"? It freaked me out. Well, so yeah, this one time I was planting trees. Um, in the back area of this forest and uh i could see some movement to the left of me but it was pretty far away but you you automatically think bears because we were in bear bear territory so you know you kind of stop and you just kind of watch and make sure and then of course the mother bear came out and two cubs so they were probably a hundred yards away and i just turned around and started walking back down because you don't want to be confronting a bear with two cubs. Um, but other than that, um, I don't remember ever seeing anything in the woods that I couldn't you know, identify or that I wasn't sure what it was. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I guess to me the bottom line is uh, if this is like a TikTok thing that they're putting out, let's not get our news from TikTok. <laughs> let's get our dance moves from TikTok only. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. And you know, with with the different news sources today and with the internet and with social media and with everything, you're kind of bombarded with news from all sources. So now you have to try and figure out which one of those news sources is going to be the most accurate. TikTok is more fun. Their news is probably more fun. Right. But yeah, just don't don't make that your only a source of news. <laughs> At least when it comes to Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> and the way the world is today, you need something fun. You need something that's kind of taking your mind off of the of what is actually going on. Yeah. Well, like often we seem to feel like we're doing a PSA here. So I think the PSA to this scary story is to just don't be out alone in the wilderness. I mean, there is a lot going on out there that if you, you can find yourself in trouble fast. Yes. And I just think you need to be prepared by having numbers. There's there's protection in numbers, no matter where you are. Absolutely. If it's not Bigfoot, then it's going to be a bear. If it's not a bear, it's going to be the natural, you know, rain or an earthquake or you're going to fall off a, a rock and hurt yourself and you can't get out. There's going to be something. So, yeah, hiking with two or more is probably... Uh, what should be the takeaway from this. Well, and if it is Bigfoot, at least you would have a witness to say it was. Right. <laughs> if we believed the witness then, then we'd probably question the witness. But, but uh, at least somebody would have a story about what happened to you. To me, that's the saddest part. And, and the news link for this was uh, about one man that went missing 
in one of the national parks and you know you're just vanishing nobody has any answer i wonder how many stories like that uh are out there and the scapegoat is bigfoot <laughs> yeah yeah if there is a bigfoot he's like going dudes uh, it's not me it's you people you don't know what you're doing in my forest <laughs> Uh, oh, I don't know. I, I mean, to me, one of the the scariest takeaways of this story is that the national parks do not track missing people. Right. Yeah. Why isn't there a database for that? That's pretty scary because then you don't really know who's missing, who's been found, you know, because the only person that seems to be tracking it now is a guy that is a Bigfoot hunter. I think all parks must be different because when I hiked down into the Grand Canyon, it was very specific. You had to have a permit. They knew how many days you were going to be down there. But I guess when you finished your hike, you didn't have to check in with anybody. So yeah, you're right. They don't know. You got a permit to get in there. And if anybody stops you, you got to have your permit. But when you leave and go home and drive back to wherever you're from, nobody knows that you've actually left the, the canyon. Right. I mean, I guess it would be hard. I mean, the, we're talking about many ways in and many ways out of these parks, but they could at least have, you know, an honor system of checking yourself in and checking yourself out, something like that. I, I don't know. I agree with you that, yeah. especially if they give out a permit, there should be a way to know if that permit was used and if somebody finished. All right. So we got to do something about these national parks. <laughs> okay. Let's, we'll get right on that. Uh, in the meantime, if you do actually spot Bigfoot, we want to hear about it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> run, run fast. They're wild. They're wild creatures. <laughs> Thanks so much, Mike, for joining joining us on your very first Ice Scary podcast. I hope you can come back soon. Yes, I look forward to it. Great. Thanks so much, everybody. I appreciate you joining us for another episode of the Ice Scary podcast. We'll be back with more scary stories soon. Oh, yeah. Everyone at Ice Scary Podcast would like to thank you, the listeners, for joining us. And thanks also to our newscaster, Sydney Story, our announcer, Zach Mercer, plus our Step Into the Story actors, Grinnell Morris, Sydney Story, Zach Mercer, and a couple IA programs, one from Speechalo and the other is Synthesis. Last but not least, we get our sound effects from Zap Splat. <laughs> Join us again, if you dare. The Ice Scary Podcast is produced by Wyatt Pashik and Ann Kimbrough. Copyright April 2021.